0: and welcome back to let's face reality with bravo i'm here lena joined today actually i'm not joined by anyone i don't know why i started it that way because especially my below deck episodes it's known that i don't think suzanne's gonna be watching any of them she's not really that into it i tried to get her to watch an episode but it's not really her thing she's more of a housewife girly it's already a lot that I'm asking her to get into the other Bravo shows because we have Vanderpump Rules and Summer House coming up and I really really want to cover Summer House with Suzanne especially with all the different dynamics that's going on I really want to bounce it off of her so if I want Suzanne to cover Vanderpump Rules and all the Summer House franchises with me I'm gonna need to let her sit out this Below Deck Med one but we'll see. Maybe in the next season of Down Under or Sailing Yacht, I can get her to get into those with me because those two are my favorite from the franchise. So we'll see. It all just depends. Um, The next time Suzanne is going to be back in Texas is going to be during the Ramadan week because, you know, she wants to have home cooked food every time she goes an entire day of not eating. So that will be around mid-March. So maybe when she's here during March, I'll have her watch some Below Deck episodes while we're fasting and trying to pass some time. I'll try to do that for you guys. But anyways, um, hope you guys have had a great, great week so far. We're almost at the end. And we're almost at the end of Below Deck Med since next week is the finale. It's about time. This has been the most boring season of Below Deck I've ever watched. But before I get into everything else, don't forget to follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcast. be on YouTube very very soon I'm so excited for that because once we get to do our videos you guys get to see our faces it'll be more personable and we'll go from there but uh let's see what I've done today actually I oh uh today was my first laser hair removal appointment so I was excited about that Other than that, I have been dealing with my acne a little bit. I used to never have acne. I mean, I have really dry skin. But lately, I think it's my diet or something because I did go paleo for a while. So now I'm partially paleo. I only do it like four days a week. And so I feel like since I stopped eating clean completely, it's been really messing with not my hormones, but just something with my face. (laughs) Yeah, so... I put tea tree oil on every day because I'm very against any medication that's for acne or those pimple patches. I swear guys, those pimple patches makes your pimple worse. And I feel like it makes it last on your face longer. So I'm very much against those tea tree oil all the way. Just do it. It will dry your face up, but it removes, removes your acne in a week. Okay. Done talking about myself, done talking about my Things you guys didn't even ask for. So let's get into this week's Below Deck Mediterranean episode. It's Season 8, Episode 15, Curb Your Stoicism. I see where the, what they did there because, you know, the, the show Curb Your Enthusiasm. They got it. But, you know, autocorrect was not on my side with this title. So we actually left off at Laura not feeling well. And Haley had texted Captain Sandy that she needs to talk to her. And they really made it seem like Haley was not coming back and that it was bad news. But we actually see it's the next morning and Toomey and Luca are refreshed from the night before. While Kyle's out here making some snooty comments as usual. He's still in his PJs while everyone else is in their uniform. But they're very cute pink PJs. So I approve of what Kyle has on. And we see Haley's finally calling captain sandy and she tells her that she's finally feeling better and she's on her way back from the hotel and honestly i was really glad that this happened because in my mind i was like what is production going to do when it's their last charter they can't just bring some new cast member on for two episodes that wouldn't have made any sense so glad she's back um because honestly they either way they couldn't have left the dock with two deckhands down, but you know, we'll come to find out that they can't leave the dog, period. But it's the final preference sheet meeting, and the primary charter guest is named Victor Owar Auer. He's a surgeon in Columbus, Ohio. Well, I see why they came here to Italy, because there's nothing in Ohio, right? I went to Ohio once for my brother's, uh, when he was moving into Ohio State, and I didn't like it. It felt very gloomy over there compared to the Texas weather we have. But anyway, so they are expecting a Mediterranean tasting. And on day two, they want it to be the chef's choice. And they also want to visit a local beach club. They want a foam party, a Hollywood glam party, and they want all the water toys out. So, wow, that's actually a lot for the final charter. But we see Sandy checking the weather and it actually looks like it's getting pretty bad. And so the provisions arrive, the stews are finishing up cleaning, and Toomey's explaining how Lily just has the energy that she doesn't have. So she's going to be very crucial for this last charter to, you know, keep up with the guests when basically Toomey and Kyle aren't able to. And Haley's finally back. We see it, but no offense Um, there was no difference in my TV screen, whether she was back or not, because Haley just didn't bring it. She was a little too introverted to be on camera. So I hope production learns from their mistake to never cast someone that's not that talkative. But Laura, on the other hand, is leaving. And that kind of sucks because Laura, unlike Haley, brings entertainment. She stirs up some drama on the boat. She argues with Max. She goes back and tells people if she hears anyone gossiping. I mean, she does the work. So it's kind of annoying that on this last charter, we're going to be missing out on Lauren. I just love her energy in general on my TV screen. I feel like if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be watching this entire season. That's how bad this season has been getting. But Laura is clearly upset that she just has to end the season off early and she's feeling sick, even though in the preview, we will end up seeing that she comes back. And Max and Lily, they're chit-chatting, and this is when he starts to bother her. He asks her if she slept well, considering he kicked her off his bed the night before, and they show the flashback of Max rejecting Lily, basically, because she had come back smelling like cigarettes and alcohol. And Max continues to taunt Lily about it and about her behavior from the night before. Ugh. And basically telling her how she was begging him to cuddle her, She was, yeah, she was begging him to cuddle her and he's kind of throwing it in her face that he didn't want it and he forgives her though. But what is Max forgiving her for? Like she is, he's just, he's making her feel bad. He's making her feel really bad about the situation. And we see Sandy and Luca and they're both noticing that the winds are actually getting too strong and the waves are very heavy. So at this point, no one's able to leave the dock. And this is not a good sign. And no one wants to charter a super yacht and not leave, to be honest. If I found out I'm wasting my money to be in the water, you best believe I'm not getting on that boat. I will ask for a refund. I'll ask to reschedule the date. What is the point? I'd rather go sit in a hotel where it's a little more suitable for this type of weather and move around more than a a yacht that's going to feel a little tinier to be around. So we see that the guests have arrived on the boat and Sandy gives the guests the bad news after they get a tour of the boat basically. And she's the bearer of bad news. I mean, this is actually the first time this season that they haven't been able to leave the dock. So uh, they did pretty good on that. Usually I feel like with the, because the timing, they always do these charter seasons during off season, which is when it gets colder and it's windier. So I'm really surprised they were able to do what, was it 11 charters or something without bad weather. And we see that the crew can tell that the guests seem pretty uptight, they're picky, they're unable to take bad situations. And we have Sandy telling them that they're not leaving the dock, and they ask if they can leave the next day. But Sandy gives them a firm no, that it seems like these winds are going to be going on for the next couple days, and they're just not happy. So then they ask if they can do water skiing, and that's also off the table because the waves are too strong. So if they go water skiing, they're going to be tackled by those waves. And she tells them that she will have the crew do everything in their power to keep them busy. So the whole vibe is just kind of off for this charter so far. They're already starting pretty rocky. And then they ask Kyle about the water slide. So first they ask about water skiing. And then they asked about the water slide. But Kyle points out that the water slide has to go on the other side of the boat. And they point out that basically there's two big yachts parked right next to the boat. So there's no way for them to even turn on the slides. And the guests just kind of look at him and they're like, oh, okay. And another guest goes, so we can't even make it onto another port? Bro, what do you guys not understand that you guys cannot leave the dock? If you cannot leave the dock, you can't leave the dock to go to another port. That's still putting you guys in danger. So what are they... Either they're intentionally just trying to keep getting no so they can have a reason to get mad... Or they're trying to find a reason for them to get... I don't know. I just These guests do not seem like they want to be on this boat. Other than the woman. I mean, the woman too, granted, they're pretty annoyed. But they're still handling it a little better than the men. So, Tumi me and Luca, they're basically scrambling at this point. They're looking up on their phones for places and things for them to do. In, what is it called? Genoa, Italy. And it's just basically a bunch of stuff on land. But they can do all that stuff when they're not on their yacht. Like, I bet when they... I. I bet when they leave the boat, don't they have a few days where they're just hanging out on land and spending time at a hotel? So I bet everything that Toomey's trying to figure out for them to do when they're off the boat is something they're already going to do when they leave. So I just don't think them coming up with anything for them to do on land is going to resonate well with anyone. I just feel like it's going to annoy them. I don't know. That's just how I would view it. That's how I would treat it if I was the guest. But then again, I feel like I'd be an annoying guest to be on a yacht. But we see Jeff, one of the charter guests, and he comes to talk to to the chef and he's joking with him about wanting to learn how to cook since they have nothing to do on this boat. That's not good. And the guest continues to complain to one another that it just sucks and they're stuck here and they keep asking one another what they should do. And so the chef points out that now the food has to be over the top at this point to cover up for the fact that they're not leaving the dock. And one of the charter guest starts to she calls her or her kids actually call her on the phone her name was Stephanie that's what it was it was Jeff's wife and while she's talking to her kids on the phone bro that man Jeff starts to complain he starts to say oh you're killing me you're just bothering me you're annoying me whatever this is why I'm sitting at this side of the table away from you I mean sir you're on camera if you can't hide it to this point that you don't that you have like a strong dislike towards your wife on camera. How are you towards her when the camera's not around? And this poor wife, she's just putting a smile on her face and she's trying to act oblivious to how her husband's acting. But I could tell that deep down she she knows he doesn't like her. And I'd be very much offended if I were her. Poor lady. But you know, Sandy calls over Luke and Tuma to me. Tuma. She calls him over to the bridge because at this point, Sandy's like, we got to figure out what to do. This is not good. They're constantly complaining. And so she gives them this idea to load up a cooler and to get some drinks and snacks and to drive around in the tender around to the ports and to have them do something different. In hindsight, this sounds, not hindsight, like thinking about it, this sounds like a great idea. Sandy's very smart. She's thinking, you know what? Let them drive around the tinier boat. It's safer. You know what's what could happen so the crew starts to prepare to take the guests out and we see chef Jax is actually texting natalia and we see him informing her that they're actually stuck on the dock for this last charter in genoa and luca lets the guests know that they're picking up the tender to drive around so the guests are actually pretty excited again this is good so sandy actually wants to mean kyle to go instead of lily and max because she wants the head of every department to be there because she knows when you're head of department, you're automatically going to be working harder anyways, and you're going to be more focused on what the guests need. So she knows that if they go, there might be less complaints. So they go, they take care of it, and we see Chefie and Natalia continue to text, and they say that they actually want to talk on the phone later so that they can chat, since you know it's the last charter. It's very obvious that Nat Natalia wants to chat with him so she could try to figure out a way to meet up. So, the guests go on the tender with the crew and they drive around. And you'd think this would be nice, but they're driving around the ports with no nice views, but instead they're touring on this booze cruise with the view of shipping containers and cranes. And this is so embarrassing. If I was one of the crew members working this and serving champagne, with a bunch of cranes around. And it's just basically as if you're driving around a bus stop for a bunch of shipping trucks. You know, those loading trucks that drive around the States to go to different grocery stores and drop off the supplies. That's exactly what's happening here. And this is just so weird. I mean, this was just a complete failure. If I were one of the guests, I would have asked to switch the dates or not even be on this yacht, okay? I I wouldn't even be allowing myself to get on this tender to do this. But back on the yacht we do see lily and max they're doing cartwheels they're joking around some jump kicks and lily just knows that this won't go past a boatman's, but she's enjoying it for the ride so see i really love how lily's sitting there she's like you know what i know this is not gonna last i'm gonna be here for the ride i don't even think max could take dating seriously while well, we have jess on the other hand hoping and craving that luca wants to be her boyfriend and wants to like, wants to take her more seriously, when in all actuality, Luca's texting two other girls behind her backs, and these are just the two girls that production is allowing us to see. We don't even know if he's texting other girls that have nothing to do with being on camera, or are not in the Bravo world, and it's just, uh, it's a really messy situation. It just sucks seeing Luca in this light, because I really, really viewed him differently when I watched Below Deck Down Under, but... Uh, We do find out that Lily's parents actually got married after 21 days of being together. And guys, to admit, I would be that crazy person where if... Because I'm the type where I either like you or I don't like you. There's no in between. So if I don't get feelings for you in the beginning, I don't think I will ever have feelings for you. But when I like someone, I like them. And I would definitely get married right away. (laughs) That's how crazy I am. I'm definitely the type where I'd be like okay why would you want to be my boyfriend when we could just be engaged and the engagement part is the is the dating part in my opinion but that's the middle eastern side in me coming out because we don't do dating here we don't do boyfriends and girlfriends and I think that's why it makes it so hard for me to be in anything committed with people here in America because I live in Texas where there's already less middle easterns anyways so my broad range of my pickings are kind of slim so I might have to end up finding someone in a different state. I know New Jersey, Ohio, and Michigan have a lot, but I just don't want to end up moving there. I want someone who wants to live in Texas. I'd love to stay in Texas my whole life. And if I were to ever leave Texas, I'd, I always said I would either move to Tennessee or North Carolina. So yeah. Anyways, enough about me. You guys see, I love turning these things about myself for a little bit. But, you know, I guess it's like me trying to throw little tidbits about myself so I'm a little personable in a way because I don't want it to just be a recap. Sometimes I'm like, I want whoever's listening to this to feel like they know me just a little bit, you know, little things in there. I'm obviously not going to talk about personal stuff in my life, but I'll talk about little things that I feel like allows me to explain myself better. I don't know. But. The guests come back and they ask Sandy if they're going to be able to do anything else. And that's not a good sign because it's like every time they try to come up with something for the guests to do, the guests are like, okay, thanks for that. Now what else are we going to do? Like they just, nothing's enough for them. But again, I don't blame these guests because I would be so annoyed if I was docked the the entire time. So Toomey goes back to try to continue doing some research. She's trying to figure out what she wants to do. And, oh! She suggests Portofino for the next day. And instead of, you know, getting the yacht there, they it's just a 30 minute drive. So they're hoping that this would be something the guests would enjoy doing. And we see the guests complain again to Sandy. Uh, They're basically complaining that Sandy wasn't able to sell them yet. And Luca and Jess, they're hugging, they're kissing in the crew mess, they're making out with each other in between their shifts, and Luca's just pointing out that he dodged a bullet with the Katie situation, and he's glad that it wasn't blown out of proportion. But I mean, yeah, you're lucky for now, bro, but just wait until the reunion, because at the end of the day, everything you did was filmed on camera, so obviously, I bet the audience has been giving him some shit for it, and... I'm going to be really annoyed if Jess comes in not guns blazing at the reunion or if she just comes in very passive because Luca deserves to hear something. I don't know. I guess we'll see. I just don't see Jess being the confrontational type. I mean, she did admit she's not confrontational anyway, so I guess we'll see how she handles it. Batumi comes up with the idea to bring over dancers. So she's now able to provide the guests with some entertainment tonight. So that's good. We got something cleared up. And the charter guest comes to Sandy and they complain again. He says that he doesn't want to be here just drinking on the boat. And that's actually, I think it was Jeff who came to complain. And he didn't even want to come on this apparently. But his friend, which is the primary charter guest, had convinced him to. And this whole situation is very stupid, he says. Like basically saying that if you guys can't figure something out that's stupid, I don't want excuses. I want you guys to figure out how this is going to be better. First of all, don't go and tell the captain that you didn't even want to come on this. Way to make Sandy feel like you already are just... Like, this is the biggest regret of your life. I don't know. I just, I'm not liking this Jeff guy. He's really, he's getting on my nerves. So with all these, just with all these complaints, it's kind of left Sandy to call for a team meeting at this point. So they create a game night to play with the guests. Well, it was kind of Lily's idea, or maybe I think it was Sandy's idea. And she tells Lily to come up with it. So Lily's making posters. She's creating the game And as she's opening up the marker, she either opens it up wrong or she opens it too hard to where the leak, the green coloring inside of it leaks all over her and on the poster. And she's just really messy. But Haley doesn't even try to help her, guys. Haley says that she's so hungry and she just continues to eat her food. And then we see Lily show Toomey what happened. And Toomey at this point can't even get mad at her because Toomey says that she doesn't expect anything more from Lily. So Toomey informs Sandy that she has dancers coming, and Sandy's very excited for this. She's glad that Toomey's on top of things, and we see that the primary Je- no, he's not the primary. I don't know why I put him as the primary, but we see Jeff and his wife, Stephanie, uh, production's actually outside of the room, but their, mic- their mics are on, and they're arguing, and he just doesn't want to come up to dinner. He wants to go to sleep. He wants to ignore everyone. He's definitely being very moody, and she's begging him. But he just keeps telling her. He goes, Stephanie, go upstairs. Just leave me alone. Go upstairs. And she's repeating to him that everyone's waiting for him. And she doesn't want to go there without him. So he just ends up saying that he's counting down the hours until they fly back. Okay, bro. Then just leave the freaking yawn. Go sit at a hotel until they're over. I mean, he... It's like, I don't think people realize that when one person in the group is very negative or they're in a bad mood, it's going to automatically ruin everybody else's feelings on the boat. So just try to stay as positive as you can or leave to spare everyone else's emotions. I mean, come on. I would be so annoyed. Honestly, if I was his wife, I would have left him in the room so that he wouldn't ruin my own dinner. But we see that dinner is served. And the first course is chilled cucumber and basil soup with truffle. So we go down and we see Jess starts to complain that she doesn't have a dress for the last day when they go out and she points out that she's actually going to Kane's with Luca after this is over, but she's not even sure why or if she's making the right decision, which she's not. My thing is if Jess is already questioning if she like if she she already feels like she's not making the right decision, then she needs to change up what she's doing. She needs to not go on this. This is her gut telling her, you're making a mistake. Run out before you go any further, which I mean, she's already gone so far with him. But she states that she's just being present and enjoying the moment. But I mean, her okay, so her body language in the confessional while Jess was saying that she's enjoying the moment, it's very clear that at that point, her and Luca were done because you know, this is the last charter, and I'm assuming they do these confessionals after every charter ends. From my understanding, they stay in a hotel room for a day. And they do the confessionals and then they go back and do their next charter. So this was obviously after the, f- this was after the final charter. And uh, yeah, Luca and Jess were clearly done because the way that Jess was speaking in that confessional, what was coming out of her mouth was not matching her facial expressions or her body language. So she was very just unease, unhappy, uncomfortable. She didn't want to talk about Luca at that point. And now we see Natalia, she's continuing to flirt with Luca. So while he's in his bed, I'm assuming he was taking his break or something. Natalia goes and texts him to send some nudes. And he just jokes around and sends her a picture of him like, you know, when you're tanning and you send the picture of your legs and you go, hot dogs or legs? That's what Luca had sent her, a picture of his legs with his Crocs on. And, you know, it's just flirty banter back and forth. That's really all it is. So we see that the dancers have arrived and they wait until the second course has come on the table. And the second course is actually poached salmon, roulette and beetroot. So Toomey's, she's ready for the dancers. She tells them all to come out as they're eating their second course. And no offense, but I just wasn't really impressed with these dancers. I feel like they did a whole lot of nothing, a whole lot of him swinging her around and carrying her, but they all made it seem like they were so excited I mean, was there any music playing at all? Because I didn't, I didn't feel that vibration and the, the ar- artsiness that Kyle was trying to explain through my TV screen. But the guests seem pleased, so I guess that was good. So they're easing up a bit. And we see Haley say that Jax uses the most amount of dishes when he cooks, which is kind of annoying for the deck crew because at the end of the night, they're the ones that have to do the dishes for the chef because, you know, the stewardesses are busy turning down the bedrooms and doing dinner service. So Lily starts to set up for game night, and we get Toomey telling the guests that they'll drive to Portofino and kind of... The guests get excited because they think that they're gonna ride the yacht to Portofino. But when Tumi tells them they're gonna drive there, they go, "Oh, okay." I mean, at least act like you're amused. Don't, don't make Tumi feel bad. She's putting on all this work for you guys to get something because it's not even their fault. You can't control the weather, okay? If it was like they had a couple deck crews down or something, I'd say complain at them all you want. But it's a weather situation, so just try to make the best out of it. If they can, I don't even know if these are positive people to try to make the best out of anything. But anyway, so we get Sandy and she's going to check on laundry while Kyle is down there. And this is when it's so clear to me for some reason when production tells Sandy to say something or when they push Sandy to do something that's a little controversial or that'll get people talking. Or to get one of her employees pissed off like right now when she goes to Kyle. Because what she tells Kyle is, you could tell Natalia isn't here. Look at this place. I miss her organization skills. Can't be replaced. And Kyle just goes, okay, don't push it. Sheesh. And so now we go back and we see Lily explaining the game that they'll be playing. And she brings out glitter to put on everyone's faces. She brings all the toys and the stuff that they're doing. And she dresses up with them as well. So the first game that they play is called best dressed and they have to put on all these crazy outfits and stuff that Lily provided them to do. And they do this runway walk and now it shows that it's actually 1130 PM right now and they go on to the next game and it's called a cereal box game. I mean, (laughs) very creative with the name titles, Lily, great name titles, cereal box game and whatever. I mean, what kind of, I don't know. I just thought that was funny. I just, anyways, so it's just a big mess at this point. This area is so messy, but they're playing; they're having a great time. But then we see one of the uh, the guests. Her name is Laura, and she bends down to grab the, like the food, the cereal foods that are on the floor. But her dress has this cut opening, the slit right in the back of her dress where the booty is. And every time she bends down, the opening of the dress completely opens up. And I'm not sure if she's wearing nothing under it or if it's a G string, but literally she's flashing that camera and then she goes and she flashes Lily and she flashes Toomey and she's flashing her friends and it's very weird. It's just a little too much. And then we see Toomey end up texting Lily that you can go to sleep, like you can end the game anytime now. It's time for you to go to sleep. And it just kind of keeps going. Lily doesn't check her phone. So she just keeps playing with them. And Sheffy's in his bed, continuing to text Natalia before he sleeps. And apparently, she is passing through. So it turns out she's stopping by again, which I don't believe. I actually believe she never ended up leaving. And we see Kyle go straight to Tume, obviously, because what is Kyle doing? He's about to complain to her about what Captain Sandy told him, which is when Captain was telling... Captain Cap-T was telling Kyle how much she misses Natalia and how nothing's organized without her and Kyle just admits that it really triggered him but Kyle sorry no one's gonna walk on eggshells for your triggers your triggers are just your unresolved trauma so go and resolve it thank you And so anyways, basically he just hates the fact that he feels like Sandy's taken Natalia's side because Sandy's only heard one side of it. But really him and Natalia were both wrong. Him and Natalia both didn't do anything right. And Natalia's side is a little more on the right side of things than Kyle's is. So I'm actually glad that Captain Sandy heard her side of things. So we actually now see that Natalia had texted Luca as well that she's also in Genoa And she obviously did that on purpose because she wants Luca to know that she's there. And so now it's 12 a.m. and Lily's finally ending the game. Actually, no, it's still 12 a.m. and they're playing the game. And then production puts at the bottom that it's 1 a.m. And now they're finally done and everybody goes to sleep and Lily starts to clean up. So it's the next morning and we get Kyle telling Sandy that Lily was living her best life the night before and she really entertained the guests and did a great job with them and how she was very much in her element. So it made Captain Sandy very happy to hear that news. But we see Stephanie, the guest, she's telling her friend Laura because Laura wakes up and comes out and she's like, I was really shocked to see you have you own some pants, Laura. And it takes Laura a little bit to understand what she meant by that. But then Laura remembers. Oh, yeah my booty was out all last night. Silly me. And so breakfast is served to the guests. The breakfast looks very fancy. and Nice. It looks like it's what some uh, bacon and eggs on whatever it is. Anyways, it looked fancy. I know that bacon and eggs were part of it. So they're preparing for the Portofino trip with the guests and we see Jack FaceTiming Natalia and he's wondering how she's even in Genoa. And so Jack tells her to come see them and to have some drinks with them after their final charter ends. And she tells him not to tell anyone she's coming. And while she's doing that, we pan to Jess telling Kyle how manipulative Natalia is. And that's a very scary quality to have in someone. And we see that Jack just doesn't feel bad at all that he's about to surprise everyone with Natalia next week. So can't wait to see how this unravels when she comes. Uh, Luca's obviously going to stop giving Jess the attention she thinks she's getting from him so i'm really excited i feel like next week might be the one episode i've actually been looking forward to this entire season and i'm assuming that once below deck mediterranean ends it's what gonna be below deck og right so hopefully it's gonna be a good one i mean i know they're officially changing the captain up so let's see but yeah uh, this was an okay episode but you know had to recap it for you guys we love our below decks If you guys have any questions about it or want me to deep dive into anything specific, just let me know. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Susan will be on the Salt Lake City Recap with me. That'll be right after this. So stay tuned for that. And we are signing off.